0: I'm Anne Schlafly Corey. I'm here at the Illinois Capitol to lobby against ratification of the Equal Rights Amendment. I am chairman of Eagle Forum. I'm also the daughter of Phyllis Schlafly, who spent many years lobbying against the, the passage of the Equal Rights Amendment. And the reason I am opposed to the ERA is because it will do nothing for women. ERA does not put women in the Constitution. It puts sex in the Constitution. And sex is both a noun and a verb with a lot of different meanings. And ERA is a poorly worded amendment which will have grievous harm to our country if it is ever recognized as a part of the Constitution.
1: And so you're wearing a a sticker with, it looks like a stop sign, but it says Stop ERA, and then it's got the added, again, um, this was a slogan that your mother used. Tell us a little bit about the battle she waged here in Illinois um, back in the 70s and 80s.
0: The U.S. Congress passed ERA as a constitutional amendment by a supermajority, which was then sent to the many states for ratification, but it stalled and stopped. Um, three short of ratification. Only 35 states ratified ERA. To become an amendment to the Constitution, you need 38 states. Of course, five states also rescinded their ratification. But the biggest fight on the ERA battle was in the state of Illinois. I grew up in Illinois. My mother was a resident of Illinois, and we traveled many times to the state house in order to lobby and rally against ERA throughout the 1970s and 80s, Illinois was the battleground uh, to see if ERA could pass or not, and it failed every single time.
1: One of the points your mother made was that Mm -hmm. the language as it stood, um, she argued, could mean women would have to serve in the draft, and this week there was a hearing in Chicago about this issue. Um, I'm not sure if the draft is still one of the sticking points, but it sounds like the um, abortion issue came up, for instance. Can you talk a little bit about maybe the modern argument. The draft is still
0: an important issue, and here's why the draft is important. Yes, women have more roles in the military today than they did in the 1970s, but if there is ever the reinstitution of selective service, which is to draft young Americans to uh, fight our um, battles, there... If ERA is in the Constitution, it couldn't just be whoever wants to join the military. It would have to be equal, and it would have to be equal numbers of men and women who would be drafted by selective service under the provisions of ERA, which has no exclusion, no no exceptions are allowed in this amendment. And in terms of military combat, you do not get a choice as a soldier as to whether you're sent to combat or not we have not solved the problem of war. There will be wars, our country will fight wars, and there will be young Americans who will have to fight our wars. And do we really want equal representation of women in the military in our front lines? And as for abortion, can you speak to that? As long as the taxpayer pays for medical treatments, how can you discriminate and say taxpayers should not pay for abortion procedures? How can you have any provisions that stop abortion, whether that it is late-term abortions, partial birth abortions, parental notification, or any of the other myriad of state laws and regulations on abortion, if there can be no discrimination against sex? Because abortion only happens to women.
1: And so the Eagle Forum, which you represent, which your mom helped found, if she, was she the sole founder? Well, my mother founded Eagle Forum as
0: an organization with a group of like-minded other women uh, and men who were interested in the values of not only stopping ERA, but the pro-family values of uh, and conservative values.
1: And so fighting to end abortion, I guess that's obviously, these things are tied together for you, right?
0: Well, I think... All of these things, all of these issues that affect the family are tied together. Eagle Forum has been involved in a myriad of social and national issues. I mean, for example, my mother was always interested in national defense, and one of the reasons that she was interested in whether women would be forced into the draft in military combat is because she wanted a strong national defense, and she did not want national defense dilute it with people who shouldn't be in in on the front lines defending our country. But all of these issues are interconnected, and there's no question, uh, even the people who are in favor of ERA admit that ERA in the Constitution will permit all abortion.
1: And so some could argue that the ERA stalled Because of your mother, Phyllis Schlafly, what do you see as her legacy? Obviously, you're keeping it alive here today, but what do you think her legacy might be? My mother did stop the passage of a constitutional amendment. Um, I
0: think most people, most historians agree that if not for her, it would have been a part of the Constitution. But what her legacy was is to inspire countless thousands of women Across the country, women who were a part of the silent majority, who never thought of themselves as lobbyists or citizens to lobby their legislators, she inspired countless women to get up, get out, go to their state capitol, lobby, and, and actually make changes for what they believed in, and that is a powerful legacy.
1: I'm Rachel Otwell speaking with Ann Schlafly-Corey, who's with the Eagle Forum, an organization that says it focuses on promoting family values. Her mother was instrumental in stopping the Equal Rights Amendment from reaching ratification. Much of her efforts were focused in Illinois, where there's still a current fight to pass it, even though the congressional deadline was back in the 80s. The ERA language says rights should not be denied on account of sex. And for those who don't have a problem with that idea, what would you say? There are fundamental differences between men and women
0: and the, the no exceptions of ERA because it says, equality of rights under the law shall not be denied or abridged on account of sex. There's no asterisk or exception allowed in that. So there's still today, countless common-sense laws that we have that distinguish differences between men and women. So for example, do we really want to put our prison populations together with men and women? Do we want to say that you cannot, you can no longer have a women's shelter that's just for women? I mean, why, why should family law be regulated by the national government rather than states? All of these provisions are very important because ERA in Section 2 says that Congress shall have the authority of implementation. This is a huge power grab by the federal government. If we turn all of our social laws over to the federal government, which are now run by the states, that's not what America is.